Welcome to the SIFT podcast. Our goal is to cultivate real conversations and sift through challenging topics, coming together with different perspectives, because this is real life and we can only get through it together. Everybody, oh, how are you? Hey, hey, how is it going? It's going, it's going, it's going. I'm with little sweepies, yeah. So, everybody's I'm tired. With, I'm with Tai Tai. I'm ready for a nap, nappy nap. Hey, listen, naps are from the Lord. Naps they hit different on Sundays, you know. Oh, something about a Sunday couch nap, it's oh, nice. I am dreaming of it, it's nice, but I don't get one today. It's okay. For all of you. Because we love you. These are the sacrifices we make. I made for you. He's going to sacrifice himself. And I'm, lo- <laughs> no. and I'm looking at JL. How does it feel to, to live, live my dream? Once he's again, he's sleeping. Sleeping. Sheep. I can't. Clonked. Zonked. Ziggity zonked. Uh, I hope everybody else had a good week. Yeah, we hope you guys are having a great week so uh, far. You know... I don't think anything's wild, crazy has happened in the news. Nothing Mm-mm. too. Except I don't watch the news. So. No, I know, but like. No arsonist updates. None. No arsonist updates. No arsonist, no arsonist updates. updates. I've been keeping an eye out. Mm-hmm. No arsonist. I haven't seen even any little, little crimes. Doesn't say I haven't even seen any fires for real. No. Yeah. So. He's staying out the loop. You know what? Because we're on to him. I'm screaming. But it's crazy because he hasn't even heard these episodes yet, so he doesn't know the Ron Den. <gasps> T. Mm. Well, I did talk to a lot of people about it, so maybe he doesn't know that. Words getting around. <laughs> maybe the arsonist is someone we know. Oh my <gasps> gosh. It's Brandon. That's why they stopped. Oh, it's the firefighter. Brandon the firefighter. No, well, just kidding. We solved it. We're just kidding. Fixed no. it. No, uh, but he did say that the last fire the one that was in Youngstown that the fire marshal said that they were pretty sure it was arson. Mm. So that's why I'm like, and then I said to him, I'm like, isn't it weird? And he was like, it is weird. We I wonder, do think it's something going on. I want to follow a fire marshal around. Wouldn't that be interesting? Like, I wonder, like, like how do ask you ask him out on a date and go out with him? No. I'm just if curious. Cute? If he was cute. I feel like that's your type. Like, like a firefighter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. They always be buff. They're usually like dad bod buff, blue collar dad bod. They are, but none of our firefighters around here are like that. I saw the other day actually on Facebook that there was this dog. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it, but he they were like at some park or something. It was like up in Cleveland, and he got um, like trapped like by these rocks by this river. And so the fire department and their like emergency response team like came out to like help. And there was, there was like this photographer or whatever who was there who was taking pictures. Yeah. Bro, their firefighters are hot. (laughs) I was like, how come none of our firefighters look like that? I was checking for rings. I didn't see any rings, but the firefighters in Beria, Ohio are fine. If it helps, usually they don't wear their wedding rings and stuff. Oh. Yeah, because they don't um, want to Get caught in a fire. Hurt themselves. Also, um, the I way saw I'm about that- to go get stuck on a rock by the river. No, I'm screaming. <laughs> I've seen the video of somebody, they got like their, I can't swim. They got their fingers <laughs> stuck in like the target basket. 
Oh, like the holes of the Target baskets. Or, oh wait, I saw How? one from, at TJ Maxx where there the girl got stuck in a shopping cart. Oh, she got, stuck her fingers in the holes Why? of like the baskets. She had to be cut out of intrusive them. thought. That was an interesting. Well, thought that's for how sure. you meet your firefighter husband. I saw, yeah. <laughs> I mean, saw you share that post about the person. Uh, uh, oh, the sheriff deputy. The sheriff deputy. Dude, he was hot. I don't care about that guy's crime, but like the sheriff deputy. It was like so-and-so pleaded guilty on these charges or whatever. Celine shared it and was like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever, but who's the sheriff in the back? (laughs) I'm screaming. (laughs) This big buff white man just standing there looking all serious. Oh my gosh, I'm a sucker for some tattoos. Are you? I bro, I didn't know that. They can be ugly. I don't. You should get some. I want some. I'm just scared. JL still owes me a birthday tattoo. Yeah, he owes me one too. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, so wait. Because I didn't get it yet, could I double up? Oh, yeah, double yeah, up yeah, for yeah. what? So like last my last birthday, I never used the. I guess you could say voucher that he offered <laughs> me because I didn't know what to get, and I still want one. So could I like double up? I don't know. So like two for the price the of one, or no, one for the price of two. He'll, yeah, he'll, listen to the he'll listen back. He'll listen back. Hello, producer. No, let him sleep. It's is okay. my voucher good for? No, no. He'll, I'm, I'm asking him on the podcast for both. Oh, 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 oh. Hello. Is is my voucher said, good for two two tattoos or no one tattoo for the price of two? No. Since I did not use. Does my coupon you need, expire? You mean two tat or you want one? One you tattoo. One tattoo for the for price the price of two. Of two. Oh, so, so what uh, he would have paid? More expensive. Yes. Oh. So like last year's birthday that was not spent. Carried oh, over. Carried over for you this see? birthday. Because I have a tattoo that I want to get Wait, fixed. Wait, hold on. I think we can hear him snoring. No, oh, that's an airplane. That's an airplane. airplane. I was like, he um, really And then I also, I want something little small, small. You know? Little yeah. shumption, shumption. Okay. I don't know gotcha. what I want. But I, I didn't know what I want last birthday. Tattoo. Yeah, no. I thought I told you guys that I love tattoos. I love a guy On with other tattoos. people, but I didn't know about yourself. Like, what Yeah, I don't know. I want a tattoo. I want a couple. A couple. I want many, many, many more. Yeah, I want to. I already couple. have. How many do I have? I don't even know. One, two. I want to get my nipples three, tattooed. Four, five. I, I have want five. mine pierced. Oh, I was just kidding. I you really know. should. I keep telling <laughs> you, you should do it. Oh, I don't. I want really my nipples think tattooed. you should. I was kidding. Funny story though. My friend had hers done, and then she got pregnant. And so when she breastfed, it would like the milk was like a fire hose because there were so many holes. <laughs> <laughs> That's scary. And she said it squirted her baby's eye way too many times. That's so funny. Hilarious. Imagine being a baby and you're just like, eh. you're like you oh, know, this is just... powerful. <laughs> what is going on? It's everywhere. It's everywhere. I thought it was so like, funny. oh, that's not my mouth. All right. <laughs> All right. So what the heck, Ohio? I've got a funny what the heck, Ohio for y'all. It's, I'm ready. Yeah, it's funny. So they know part of the story, but I've since it's happened, I've found out more information. And now I'm kind of sad Jail's asleep because he was invested in this He story. was. He'll hear it when he listens back. He doesn't so, listen to the whole thing, though. So he maybe. doesn't? No. Uh, well, this is in the beginning, so. He might. He'll, he'll listen. It's, we'll tell him at that thing says 223 seconds. He should listen. <laughs> you mean? So, at 223 seconds. seconds. Just listen. So um, a couple weeks ago, um, it was just before 8 a.m., um, me and another coworker. I was at work. I work at Walmart. If you guys don't know, I work in the online grocery pickup department. Come on, online grocery pickup department. <laughs> so, that was hard so, for you to get out. I know. I know. Come, Come on, online department. So me and my me and another coworker were in the room, and um, 
we were, you know, just hanging out, just talking. And there were a couple cars outside. So we're, you know, talking and getting some orders ready. And this guy comes in the room and I've never seen this man before. Um, he's got on a blue Walmart vest. So obviously I assumed he was a worker. He was an employee. And he also had on like the yellow, uh, like the yellow vest that we wear when we go outside. So, you know, I don't know what it's called. A reflector vest? Reflective yeah, so you vest? don't get hit. Yeah, so we don't get hit. I mean, they still be driving crazy in the parking lot. They don't care. But, so he also had on a reflective vest and he had a 65 inch smart TV. And and honestly, now when I think back on it, our first red flag was the fact that he had it in a buggy and not like mm. on a fancy L car. Oh, yeah. That was the first red flag. But anyway, so he comes into the room. He has a 65 inch TV. And mind you, during this whole interaction, he doesn't say a word to us and we don't say a word to him. Like no words were spoken. And so he comes in the room and like I looked at him and I was like, mm, I don't know him, but, you know, maybe he's taking it outside to a customer. And mind you, we had just had a hiring event like two weeks before that. So we have a bunch of new hires. And Walmart's huge. And, you and Walmart can't is know big. Everyone. I don't know every single employee. Someone could have switched a shift like. Yeah. And, you know, there's hire or something. Yeah. Right? And so she just said that, Gabby. I did. I'm sorry. It's OK. You're, You're on not your listening. You're on your phone. I'm sorry. So, um, so get off your phone, Gabby. <laughs> so we're getting ready. We're getting orders ready. And I still, I'm like looking at this guy and then I looked at her and I was like, do you know him? She's like, no. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, so okay. he takes the TV out, off out of the buggy and he puts it on one of our dollies that we put the totes on to take the orders outside. So I'm like, okay, maybe he's taking it out to a customer. He doesn't want to carry it. I mean, it's a 65 inch. Right. I wouldn't want to carry it either. So I go to open the door. And I, I didn't know that he was coming out behind me. I honestly thought that he was leaving the TV in the room because I was like, maybe it was a TV that someone ordered that wasn't on the floor. So he had retrieved it from the back and was bringing it up to the front for mm -hmm. us. So I didn't see him come outside with me. So I open the door and I go outside. I give an order to a customer. And as I'm walking back, I see the dolly. I see a dolly outside our door and there's stuff on it. And then I see my team lead stick his head out the door and he goes, where'd the guy go? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, that man who just had the TV. And I go, did did he not take it to somebody? Did he not leave it in the room? And I go, why is this out here? And he goes, that man just stole a TV. And then my coworker comes outside and she's like, yeah, I just saw him get on the bus. <laughs> and so then we're all, I'm like cracking up because I'm like, what is going on right oh now? God. And he's like, that man was not an employee. Oh. Like he did not work here. And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, he just stole that TV. So he literally, as I when I, I opened the door and walked outside, apparently he had came out with me. He took off the the reflective vest. He still had on the Walmart vest, but he literally <laughs> took it outside, left it right outside the door, picked up the TV, and walked straight to the corner and got on the bus. What? The fact that he was able to time that so perfectly. Yeah, that's what I'm so saying. So this was completely premeditated. It was completely premeditated. The fact that he literally he had came, the in, vest. came into the store, had on the vest, grabbed a reflective vest, grabbed the TV, put it in a buggy, walked up, knew to walk up to the room, knew that he would be able to get out. How would he even know where... The I could not tell you where that room is at. So how would he know that? So that next that. So two days later, he came back to the store oh. but he came at night instead of the morning, he came okay. like in the evening time. Like it was I think it was like six or seven o'clock. OK, he came and he had a sound bar Oh, and my. he tried to come into the room. He tried to come into the room. But this man my, really tried our, it. listen, he got cocky. He said, oh, I got away with stealing that. I'm going to mm -hmm. come back again. He's but trying to get a whole sound system. He tried to get a whole sound system. But my team lead spotted him and, you know, alerted AP yeah. and, you know, everything happened. So 
Um, come to find out new information that I've just found out is that he was a former Walmart employee, not at our store, oh. but at a different store. But he had got fired because he had stole and oh. he had went to jail and he had just recently gotten out of jail and had formulated this plan oh, to just come to our Walmart, pretend word. to be an employee and steal. So again. that's how he had the vest. That's how he had the vest because he was a former employee. Where did he get the reflector vest from? He stole it. Like he grabbed it off the shelf. Like he just grabbed it off the shelf and like it still had the tags on it oh like, yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, he so just came in the store it's a vest you guys sell yes oh yeah like it's not even a vest that we use like he just grabbed it off the shelf but i mean yeah that's the story that was new information that i found that was that he was a former employee what did it, sound like a cat? It, it did it was like a it was like oh. they better not have caught a bird oh, oh no no way oh no but yeah, that's my story. Oh that's my, my what the heck Ohio is that a former employee I, came in and stole a TV. I, and then, I had thought that he had to have been a formal employee. Because yeah, because I was like, how do I you would have no idea vest? where that room is at. I could not tell yeah. you how to get to that room. Mm-mm. There ain't no way. Yeah, I would just wander around trying to find it and end up in a bathroom or something. <laughs> <laughs> like this looks important. Nope, yeah. that's a bathroom. Oh, nope, this is the janitor's closet. I don't yeah. know where I'm going. Yeah, he came He came in. So, I like, I'm thinking that when he got off the bus, he saw that door and saw us coming out of it. It was yeah. probably like, ooh, that's an easy accident. You yeah. know, instead of going through the front where, you know, the met, like the detectors are and, you know, yeah, they yeah. have the, the guy who sits in the front and, you know, checks receipts and stuff. But, um, Did yeah. Did you find I'm, what that sound was? I have no clue. That was a scary sound. That was scary. It wasn't a bird, though. I was concerned. Hi, Lemon. But yeah, I'm thinking that he saw that we were coming out and then, you know, just was like, you know what? That looks like an easy door that I can just escape out of and, you know, did what he did. That's insane. Did I ever show you guys a picture of him? I have a picture of him. When he was was holding the sound bar. Let me see if I can find it, if I can pull it up. Hi, special guest Lemon on the podcast. Lemon, do you have anything to say? Can we get a purr? Can we get a... Can we get a purr? Can we get a Can meow? we get a purr? This is the man with the sound bar about to walk into our room. A white man. A white man. Wow. Yeah. He kind of looks like Gabby. He kind of looks like our Uncle John. No, stop. When he was in the when he worked at Walmart. He I'm really screaming. Louise. Louise. No, Sands. he doesn't. I see. <laughs> yeah, kind of. No, yeah. not kind of. Yeah, kind of. Not even a little bit. I think a little. No. I think a little. <laughs> uh, think Uncle a little. Don, I don't know who you are, but apparently Brianna. Oh, John. John. I'm screaming. We also have <laughs> Uncle Don. Like you said Don. But I <laughs> have, how many? We have a lot of Uncle Johns. We have. Well, John is a very popular three. white name. Yes. And in case how you guys didn't know, Gabby and I are white. Are white. <laughs> you didn't know. How dare you assume my uncles are white? Do you have any biracial or. We have one. Other family we have members one black uncle. Not. Yes. Shout out to Thomas. Thomas. He's bam, the bam, coolest bam. man that ever lived. <laughs> oh my gosh! I remember we were driving to Dayton and Gabby was hooting and hollering about this man's greens, and I was like, "Oh, she thought." I said, uh, <laughs> "Is this?" I said, "Is your uncle white?" And they're like, "No, he's black." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Then we're Ooh. fine. And she was happy to eat them. They, they were, were delicious. delicious. They and were very good. And he makes them with turkey. Yeah. Because he can't have pork. Mm-hmm. So he does a whole like one of those Viking like turkey legs. Yeah, it was turkey, good. turkey, turkey legs. I don't know what's happening with me today. I even have had a lot of coffee, and I am not 
with it. My voice is not. No, my words are not. I know. I'm speaking of words not coming out right. I don't know if you noticed this. Were you there for? Uh, would you, did you do it to church when I was singing, or after? After. Okay, so you missed it. So uh, on one of the the song that I did today, I'd never done it before. And there was a lot of like ad libbing that you have to do. And I was so nervous because I hadn't done it before. And it's not like typically the style that I lead. Mm-hmm. Um, I love gospel music, but I don't consider myself to be good to lead it. I just like to sing background for it. Yeah. So I was leading it. And uh, what was the song? Uh, what's it called? Gabby. I don't know what it's called. Oh. Oh, sing it! I'm trying to think of how it goes. Nothing is Because in His presence is freedom. Uh, the reminders so we give right to Him now. the highest price. Oh, come right now, Holy Spirit, release Your power. Lord, we are hungry for more of You. I have to watch the live. through. Anyway, so at 9 a.m. service, you'll hear me mess up. I was trying to like ad lib, and I was like gonna say like. Give a little shout of praise, like lift your voice, whatever. And I said, tonight, it's morning. <laughs> it is fully morning. Oh, it is 9 a.m. <laughs> and I'm like, lift your voice to the Lord tonight. Come on. And I'm like, not tonight. Afterwards, I was like, it is morning. And <laughs> I was like, I cannot believe I said morning Hopefully they or were night. just so in the spirit that they didn't hear I you. hope so. Someone wooed afterwards. So I'm hoping that they were wooing for Jesus and not yeah, for the fact that good. I said tonight. At 9 a.m. in the morning. Uh, but Brendan says he does it all the time. So he's like, I just say it. it just comes out. Word yeah. vomit. And there it is. Dang. So that's what happened. That's funny. Um, 9 a.m. I did better than 9 than 11. So don't listen to 11. 11 was not good. Yeah. Well, I want to hear the tonight. So I'm going to listen. Yeah, to that's tonight. 9 a.m. I'm like, let's do it. Or whatever I said. I don't know. I didn't woo, but somebody wooed. Somebody said something. Uh, Yeah. So that's how my words are going today. They're not going great. Gotcha. Well, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with a little word flubber. (laughs) Word flubber? (laughs) I have never heard that. Yeah, word flubber. Word flubber. Word flubber. All right. So let's go ahead and get into our podcast episode. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. And we will. And we will praise you for the rest of our days. Anyway. Yes. No kidding. Right. So, <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so um, today's episode, we are going to be talking about deconstruction. Celine, what does deconstruction mean? Well, according to Merriam-Webster. Oh, do you have it in there? Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> I thought you were Come reading Come on, Merriam-Webster. I was just asking you. Oh, no. Come on, Mary Webster. So, with the actual definition. <laughs> so, well, according to Merriam-Webster, in simple terms, it means to break down or analyze something to discover its true significance. And um, I have only recently discovered kind of like the whole faith, recon- re- not reconstruction, deconstruction, to be reconstructed, um, because a lot of people think that deconstruction automatically means that you're not coming, like yeah, that you're done with which the faith. That does happen to some, some people. people, not um, us. Yeah, not us. <laughs> um, but it's it's become sort of a phenomenon where, like like we said, you know, believers are unpacking and rethinking mm-hmm. and 
examining kind of just their ideology and Mm -hmm. you know like different than what you were raised to believe yeah Yeah. and um this has caused some believers to step away uh from christianity altogether but for some it's resulted in even greater faith and a stronger relationship with the lord Mm -hmm. so um i experienced my own sort of deconstruction last year and i'm still trying to navigate it but Mm -hmm. like i talked about in the good church kid episode I had to sit myself down and evaluate my relationship with the Lord, Mm -hmm. which is really what started it all because I wasn't really cultivating any kind of relationship at all. I Mm -hmm. wasn't spending time with him because to me, like as I was brought up, I kind of had just viewed God as this kind of mystical being in a way. Um, Like unattainable. Yeah. Like I thought that, you know, Mm -hmm. as long as I attempted to follow the rules and, you know, attend church and participate in all the auxiliaries that that would be my golden ticket into heaven. And so I had to learn what faith was and really learning about grace and, you know, diving into the crucifixion of, of Jesus and learning that it's not by my works, but through my faith. Right. Um, and that God has sent his son down to die a terrible death in my place. And, you know, that's kind of, I don't want to say my golden ticket, but you know, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, you know, what gets that's me it, That's all. Yeah. So, um, having to understand that and then also having to understand that I'll, I'll never really understand a lot about God and, you know, who he is and what he does and what he's doing. Right. Just cause you know, he, we can't fathom it. We can't fathom <laughs> it. It's, it's not something that we can understand. And I'm a very practical person. Like I need to know right. everything. Like I want to know why things be doing what they be doing down to the finest detail. Yeah. So like having faith in the unknown is a really scary thing for me and something that I'm still really struggling with because if I don't know the outcome of how something is going to turn out, like I, I I run. (laughs) So, um, for example, I told you guys the other day that, you know, I went roller skating and, um, it had appeared to all be flat land. But at some point, um, I kind of, there's like kind of like an incline, not an incline, a decline. And I started like going really fast. And this is my first time roller skating in a really long time. So like, I forgot how to break. I didn't know what the <laughs> heck I was doing. I was like, I was just going really, really fast. And I remember um, my roommate, we were roller skating. And she was just like, just trust, just trust. Like, you're going to plateau. Keep like, holding it's, my hand. Keep holding yeah. my hand. Like, she's like, it's going to be fine. You're okay. Don't worry. And I was like, I don't trust. I don't trust. <laughs> and then I attempted to break and we fell and I brought her down with me. And it was a, it was a really bad fall. And oh no, yeah, it was really, I feel so bad because I busted her elbow up. Oh no. And <laughs> but like it, it reminded me and like, it showed me that like, that's what our Christian walk is like. Like, it's not all sunshine and rainbows and lollipops and, you know, out of nowhere, something, you know, we go through hard times. lollipops and rainbows. (laughs) We go through hard times and like, but God doesn't abandon us. Like John 16, 33 says, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. And Isaiah 43, 2 says, when you go through deep waters, like I'll be with you. So like having trust and just having faith in the unknown and just knowing that, you know, God has a plan for my life and that, you know, everything happens for a reason and that, you know, I just have to sit in the passenger seat and just, just ride with God and just, you know, see what happens. And so that's, that's a belief or, you know, something in my Christian walk and in my faith that, you know, I'm still tearing down the walls of, but I've made lots of progress on it. 
Mm-hmm. So I have a question okay. for you guys. No. Okay. Uh, Brianna. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question for y'all. Is there like a viewpoint or an ideology, you know, mm-hmm. in the Christian realm that you have wrestled with and that you have seek to unpack and to get a better understanding of? And did your questioning lead you to remove obstacles or an unlearning that then led you to a greater love for, for Jesus or for, to a greater faith. There's like four questions in this link. That was, sorry. It was kind of two in one. <laughs> so we'll just start with the first one. So is there a <laughs> viewpoint or ideology from Christianity that you've wrestled with um, and that you've seek to unpack? Yes. Would you like to share? Yeah. Uh, she said, unpack yes. it. <laughs> it's probably going to ruffle feathers, but that's what deconstruction does. So, um, For me, uh, the biggest thing that I have been deconstructing is um, how Jesus is going to come back, how Mm -hmm. that's going to all plan out, which a lot of people see Revelation and the end differently. So not to say like what I think is 100% right, but like there's certain aspects that we've had like drilled into our heads that... I'm like, you know what? I just don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And especially because I think that a lot there's a lot of parts of Revelation that are metaphorical. They're not literal. Um, there are literal parts, but I there are a lot of parts that we were taught that are literal that I'm thinking are metaphorical. Um, so a lot of that. Um, and the other thing that I have had to deconstruct um is uh certain things whether or not i think that they are a sin mm-hmm. i'm not going to say what they are because and it's a, a very good. very touchy thing mm-hmm. but you two know what they are what it is um and it's something that i really struggled with because i'm like you know i was taught this my whole life and then now i'm like but this doesn't make sense because of da da da, da and yeah. whatever that may be and so um in my own time and seeking i've found peace with it and the way that i see it is and when i've told anybody that i'm you know in the process of deconstruction cuz i still am i haven't completely rebuilt mm-hmm. um So there's a lot of times that I'm skeptical about things, things that I normally would be like, wow, that's great. Um, But now there's a lot of stuff I'm like, "Mm, I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, you know, there's a lot of I have a lot of skepticism about a lot of things um, just because my eyes have been open to a lot. Um, But uh, I think the stigma that comes with um, deconstruction, like whenever I tell anybody like people automatically assume that that means that I don't believe in God anymore, that I'm leaving the faith, whatever. But my, my use of it, the reason that I'm doing it is because I am finding that there are, um, quite a few things, uh, like, especially when it comes to theology, um, or, you know, end times, whatever you want to choose that there are ideas that the church have created that are either not biblical or they've been twisted to um to benefit the church and not yeah. based on the what the church's narrative. Yes, and not based on what 
God actually planned. Right. And so I'm using deconstruction to find out the true meat, like the true meaning, the true plan. Now I'm not going to know everything because we can't know everything, but I want to try to find the truest understanding in the truest form that I can. Um, And at the end of the day, the things that I'm deconstructing have nothing to do with salvation. So even if I don't agree with you two or anybody else about whatever it is, I'm whatever part that I'm deconstructing or working on at that time, um, or however I end up feeling at the end of the day, like I still believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. I still believe he's our Lord and savior and I have accepted into my heart and that's going to get me into heaven. So like the things that I'm deconstructing are not the important parts. There are the parts that I deem as minuscule, um, but they're blown out of proportion by the church right. for their narrative. So that was a really long answer. I'm so sorry. It's Okay. Your turn, Gabby. So, go ahead, Selena. Oh, I was going to say, so my second question. Oh. Um, so did your questioning lead you to, like, a greater love, like, for Jesus? Like, how has that affected your relationship? Do you think you have, like, greater faith? Or are you still, like, because you haven't reconstructed, so, like, maybe you haven't hit that point yet, but, like. um, In some parts I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that I'm still, because I haven't completely reconstructed, I still feel that I'm in the struggling stage a little mm-hmm. bit, um, where I have a lot more questions for him yeah. than answers, um, which is okay. But I think, and it kind of like, it almost like makes me feel like I'm kind of in limbo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a weird place to be because yeah. I'm still trying to figure out like what's what's got to go and what's got to stay and like you know what is biblical and what's not Mm -hmm. and you know i also like i'm trying to um and here's my here's my other problem Mm -hmm. is that you know i've listened to a lot like a podcast of people that are deconstructing i've listened to leaders that have deconstructed that were they were once um evangelicals and charismatic Pentecostals and now they've deconstructed and they're not as charismatic like you know all these different things um and I'm trying not to rely too much on other people Mm -hmm. but the problem that I struggle with is a lot of deconstruction that I found you have to do a lot of deep reading of like um like the you have to read like the uh what's it called like the it's translated into english but the original greek version of the bible and you have to read like the first church gospels and yeah. you have like that kind of stuff and my i struggle with i'm not a big reader and it's really hard for me to do all of that reading and retain the information so I have a hard time doing that. So I unfortunately am having to rely on a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So pinpointing the correct people to be listening to is hard. Um, But uh, I haven't found a resolve, but I, I'm, I haven't lost my faith in, in, I have gotten past the point of, Oh, I have gotten past, sorry, I stretched. I have gotten past the point of, <laughs> of questioning God's goodness. 
because I did go through that first. I went through that first because of a lot, you know, things that happen in the world and why are all these bad things happening? A lot of the questions that like people who would argue that God's not real are having, I know that he is real, but my, I was concerned about his goodness. Yeah. So I have gotten past that point, which is good because it's not a fun place to be in. (laughs) Um, and if you do start to deconstruct, you may hit that point at some point because it's, 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 it brings up a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. At least for me, it did. Um, uh, so I've gotten past that point. I haven't completely gotten to my resolve and I may never, I may, I mean, I may always have questions, but I have found that, you know, God can handle the questions. Yeah. And I think for some reason, the, I don't know if it's because they want to be in charge of the narrative or if they just want, to I, I i i don't know but it but for some reason the church want like is frowning upon deconstruction to reconstruct deconstruction completely mm-hmm. we don't want you to do that we want you to stay in the faith and right. stay with jesus but mm-hmm. like i i the only thing i can think of is that they want to be in control of the narrative yeah and so it's a hard place to be in when you're in a space where you may be the only one that is doing this or the only one who has done this or one of few. And, you know, you've got all these people saying things that you have essentially thrown out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just got to sit there like, okay, I guess I can't connect with you on that. Can't connect with you on that. Yeah. Oh, I can't say anything here because I'm going to piss somebody off. Oh, I better keep my mouth closed. And there are a lot of times that I say things that people's eyes are wide and I'm like, well, yeah. sorry about it. So to answer your question in a very long way, I'm so sorry. No, thank I, you. This is, that was great. <laughs> I have not found my resolve, but I've gotten through the hard part. Yeah. Um, which was not fun. Is she eating your feet? Yeah, her like nail was stuck in her sock for Ow. a good like minute your cat is just munching on your toes she's like that guy from nashville (laughs) she's cute that's what gabby would have thought in her dream that it was the cat nope it would have just been some weird guy she's cute her nails are stuck in my sock yeah Ow, she's really well i love that i love that for you give me my Um, sock brianna thank you for that oh you're welcome for sharing you're welcome gabrielle marie oh why is she doing that to you? She's just sinking her claws deeper. So rude. Oh my goodness. So rude, Lemon. I'm going to start off by saying that I think it's super important for everyone to go through a phase of questioning and deconstructing so they can reconstruct. Mm-hmm. I think it's super, super crucial to your relationship with God. Only because I really don't think that we should be taking what we were taught Mm -hmm. as children and like what our parents and grandparents and as we were growing up in the church, I don't think that we should just take their word for it. Mm -hmm. Um, and not that it's all wrong, not that it's wrong, but I think that like hearing mm -hmm. Bible stories as you grow up. Okay. Yeah. I heard all the story of Noah. Like I'm not going to go back and read it. Right. So you never read it Yeah, because you already know it because you learned it in Bible school. Right. I done did that. Right. You learned it in vacation, vacation, Bible school or Sunday school, whatever. Come on, VBS. I I know the story of Daniel and the (laughs) lion's den. I don't need to read that. Right. Okay. But you learned from veggie tales, ma'am. You need to go back and read it. (laughs) So then you go back as an adult and you reread this stuff. You're like, like, oh, 
Oh. Huh. I never knew that. That's crazy. Wow, this is blowing my mind. Like, oh my gosh, Noah was a drunk. I did not know that. Hello? Like, all these things. Um, and so I think, I just think it's super important that we are having that moment in our life where we are even questioning Christianity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're questioning because God is not scared of questions. No. He's not scared yeah. of debates. He's not scared of anger even. He's not scared of all that. He welcomes it. He's like, listen, I just want to have a conversation. You want to you talk to me? Me? Fantastic. Like, let's talk about it. I'll answer all your questions. Yeah. What do you got? You know, he's like, let's, let's bring talk it about, on. Bring it on. Let's, that's how you build relationship with him. You question, you study. Well, God, why did you do this? And ask him to reveal it to you. And he will. Might not be right then and there, but slowly he, you will start and to understand. And you might not learn everything, but you he'll might. give you enough There's, understanding. We will yeah, never that you fully need. understand the mysteries of God. Nope. I'm sorry to break it to you, but the Bible says we will never. And like, it, even like, just any kind of questioning, I just really encourage you to just really study it and read it for yourself, form your own opinion, mm-hmm. and then you might find things you're like, oh, for example, for me, something that I have, I feel like just recently reconstructed is, like Bree said, is revelation and time prophecy. Um, I was on a real bender with that one. Um, Not a bender. I was, <laughs> um, I was so stuck. And then I, because like what I believed in growing up did not give me peace. And it gave me fear. And not fear of the Lord. Not a good fear, like healthy fear, like, you know, um, of the Lord. It was legitimate, anxious fear. Like I'm terrified, petrified, paralyzing fear. And I know that's not of God. Right. I know that. He did not give us a spirit of fear. And then I also know the Bible says the truth will set you free. Right. And I was like, why, if this is the truth, why do I not feel free? Right. So then I was deconstructing and I was relearning and I was looking at all the different perspectives and like really studying, figuring out for myself. And then I came to a conclusion, which is not a popular conclusion um, to a lot of Christians. Um, it's not a popular one, but it, it it's, and peace. I'm not even saying it's correct. Right. It just um, gave you peace, but it gave me peace and, and it gave me what you came to freedom is different than what I came it to. It is, which, and that's okay. And that's yeah. okay. But the point is, is that it encouraged me, to question God and to dig deeper with him and to really, God, I don't understand. I want to understand. God, why am I scared? This is scary. Like all this, like I really dove deep into it. And eventually like the fear, I still, I, there's moments where I still am like, that's scary. Like right? I'm, I'm a little bit Jump scared. Scare. Don't scare. Like that's scary. But then also it's like, I'm having peace in it from the truth that I came to my truth. Like that I've, interpreted the way that I've interpreted scripture right. is my truth, um, which God can reveal himself differently mm-hmm. to at all of us. I was just going to say that, that I think, um, uh, maybe he's given tra- all of us different pieces of the puzzle. Right. That, like that makes sense because like, we're not, we all don't, we all aren't auditory learners. We're not all visual learners. Yeah. Um, you know, we all learn differently and understand differently and kind of like, um, a tutor, 
they tutor lots of different people in math, English, whatever, but not everybody's going to get the same tactic. Like you have to have different learning teaching strategies. Like we do this in school. Like we have, cause I work with kids with special needs. We have people, kids all over, all over academically, you know, they all could be in third grade, but some of them are on a preschool level. Some are on a fifth grade level. Like, yeah. you know, it's all over the board. So you, we have to be able to teach them in the way they know how to learn. And, I think God does that with us. And even if that means that we all don't come to the same conclusion on little things, I'm not talking about Jesus, the things that matter. I'm talking about little things that to me are, don't have anything to do with salvation in our minuscule, like a theology thing, because especially because we have so many different denominations and all of their theologies are different. So it would make total sense that God would give us understanding in the way that we understand that gives us peace because if we don't have peace about it, how can we trust him? Because, and that's why it says, trust in the Lord in all, in all of his ways, lean all your ways, your acknowledge him and lean not on your own understanding. If we leaned on our own understanding, we would leave. Yeah. Because like Gabby said, Revelation is scary. I haven't even read all the way through it because there's parts of it that really like, Ooh, that's scary. And I've skipped it or I have stopped or whatever. And, um, or other things that I'm just like, I don't know about that. But don't that. let it deter you from reading it because no. it is crucial no. to understand and to read it and to, yeah. Right. But I mean, like, there's things like it, you know, God has given me a piece about it and I still have more to do. But, you know, and where I ended up is different than where you ended up. But mm-hmm. we both have peace about it. And it, again, has nothing to do with salvation. But I think it has everything to do with the relationship and the building yeah. and the trust and the whatever. Because I came to a point where I was like, God, I'm just going to trust you no matter what. Right. This yeah. is what I think is going to happen. Yeah. But also, if it doesn't happen this way, okay. I'm cool with that because yeah. I'm just going to trust you. But the other thing that I was struggling with that I had to deconstruct and that I'm still kind of trying to reconstruct. And this is kind of trickier and it's more crucial because it does deal with salvation. Right. I don't know if you've ever heard the um, once saved, always saved. I heard that. Oh, whether or not you're a backslider and all once that. Once saved, always saved. Yeah. Okay. And what was stumping me, because I know that Jesus died for me on the cross and all I have to do is have faith in him and live my life for him the best way that I can and repent when I'm wrong and, you know, live for him and I will spend eternity with him. Mm-hmm. But the verse not well first of all the fear that was stemming from revelation kind of fed into this mm-hmm. idea of well that you could lose your what salvation even is salvation okay. what does salvation mean okay yes we all know jesus died on the cross for us you were saved okay but it goes deeper than that like i think not in works alone but like you know you have to have faith but you have to have some works like mm-hmm. he wants you to work for the kingdom and do good for the kingdom and whatever and and the, the verse that always stumped me is the, like, depart from me, I never knew you. Let me read it. Not to get into it, but I'll read it. Why am, hello, maps? Why am I in maps? Okay. Um, <laughs> not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father, who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Mm. So I'm still kind of stumped because I like... Where is that at? Matthew. This is in Matthew 7, 21 to 23. Um, I believe that he's talking to the Pharisees here. Scurry. I was going to say, I remember at 
that conference Casey Doss had talked about mm-hmm. that that scripture. I'm pretty sure he's talking and, to the Pharisees here, and he's yeah, he's, and he's basically talking to them, saying, you know, he's talking about the like the prophets and mm-hmm. stuff that were like doing things, but like doing things, but it was like for their own in his like name, recognition. But not in his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it yeah. was kind of like he was talking to them. Yeah, but then it it just like I was stumped for a long time because. The one who does the will of my father who is heaven. Okay. Well, that means you're like doing his will, like you're doing his works. That's what my brain goes to. And then it's, you know, that, oh Lord, didn't we not do this in your name? Cast out and do many things in your name. And I will look at them and say, depart from me. I never knew you workers of lawlessness. And I'm just like, bro, like, what if that's us? We're like, Lord, but I did this. And you're like, I believe in you mm-hmm. and I love you. And I did this in your name and like we cast out these demons and look, I prophesied for this person and whatever. And he's like, but I never knew you depart from me. And, I'm, and that's but honestly that's about relationship where I'm still stumped. Okay. That's so about let's, relationship, let's say though. it is about relationship. Okay. Well, what do I have to do? You know, this is just what yeah. my brain was going through. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. It like that to me, that's like, okay, they claim to be followers of Christ mm-hmm. and him dying should have been enough but he mm-hmm. still says to them depart from me i never knew you i was and then and then that's just where my brain thinks like that's where my brain went to and like i had to really 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 study and like look into it and pray about it and like really dive into his word to really understand what salvation is what it was like what it is for us and like, how do we get to heaven? And, the, and it says, like, narrow is the pathway. Like, it's a very narrow path to follow to get to heaven. Mm-hmm. And then it, it just, man, the enemy, he just will come in and use scripture against against other scripture to kind of make you question everything mm-hmm. and to make you doubt everything that you knew. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, like, it's so scary to, like, deconstruct that mm-hmm. and to, like, really pull apart and pick apart what that means. And then think, am I even saved? And that's how the enemy's going to get you. Yeah. He's going to get you like that. And he's going to make you question everything. And I was questioning everything. Mm-hmm. I love the Lord. I serve him, but I mess up. Yeah. I'm not perfect. And I continuously mess up and I repent, but I go right back to it and I right. just keep messing up. What does that mean for me? Is he going to look at me and say, depart from me? I never knew you. Or, you know, am I doing not, not, not enough works? I have faith in him. You know, it's like that's where my brain was just kept going round and round and round. And I think I'm to the point now where I'm just like, all I can do is my best. Yeah. And mm-hmm. all I can do is give him the best of me. And no matter what, I'm just going to trust him. Whether it's by works or not, or just believing is enough or not, or whatever. I think I'm still trying to. You know, because I obviously believe that he died for me mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, I have him in my heart and whatever. That's another thing you deconstruct because the sinner's prayers is not a thing in the Bible. Like you don't say, Lord, please enter my heart. And like, that's not. Yeah, that's not in the Bible either. That's just right. something we do as kids. So it's like, mm. hello. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was another aspect of it because I'm like, none of the disciples like prayed the sinner's prayer. And was yeah. like, Lord, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins and blah, blah, blah. People teach their kids you just have to say that and you'll be saved you know when they don't understand what having faith in the lord really means and like having you know like believing in it's it's it goes deep yeah but like 
those are all the things that I've been deconstructing and trying Mm -hmm. to relearn and teach myself and really trying to understand who Jesus is, what his character is and Mm -hmm. how he loves and calls us to love. And, and that's just what I'm currently trying to focus on and just stand firm on the fact that he died for me Mm -hmm. and he saved me and that's it. That's all. And I'm going to do what I can to be the best that I can when Mm -hmm. I can. Yeah. And I think in hopes to like, maybe, I don't know if it will or not, but what gave me peace about that is something that, because I struggled with that feeling even as a kid, like this overwhelming fear that, yes, I accepted Jesus into my heart. And we the idea of not knowing when he was going to come back, when judgment day would be, scared me. And because I knew that I couldn't be perfect all the time and I could only do what is my best. But because we're human, we're going to mess up. That's yeah. just how life goes. And um, I, uh, I said to my dad, I, I was probably like, 12 or 13 I was like I'm really scared because what if God comes back tomorrow and I told a lie or talked about somebody or did something I wasn't supposed to this sin right before he comes back he comes back I didn't get an opportunity to repent what happens like what what happens do I not go to heaven what happens and he's like well first of all You've accepted Jesus into your heart, correct? And I said, yes. And he said, do you understand, like, what that means? And I was like, well, you know, like, that I confessed my sins and told him that, you know, I wanted him to come into my heart, blah, 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 whatever. And he was like, and obviously this can be debated. This could be a theology thing because some people think you could lose your salvation as soon as you make one sin and then you're done. Um, I don't think that way, but... um, He said, at the end of the day, God knows your heart. He knows that you love him and care for him. And before he even, you know, comes back, he knows everything. So he Mm -hmm. knows when you're going to make that mistake. He's like, now, if you are like out here, like, um, you know, saying, screw you, God, you don't exist, whatever, blasphemy, that's different. He's like, but, you know, if you just make a mistake because that's life and you're going to make mistakes, your your opportunity to go to heaven is not taken out from underneath your feet. Like, I'm wondering if that's the difference. It's you're actively trying your best. Yeah. And then there's a difference between people who have accepted Christ and was a Christian and then free will decided to walk away. He knows our heart. And is purposefully not actively trying and trying, like, not wanting to live with God anymore. Right. And because if you're going by the once saved, always saved, then all these people that we know that were once Christians and they've completely denounced God and walked away and deconstructed fully and aren't even Christians anymore and say he's not real, are those people always saved too? You know, that's that's the question. And mm-hmm. and that's what I'm th- wondering if that's the... That I don't know. The You know? But I, to me, I, you know, I... We'll never understand. We'll never understand that. And this is like how I the thing that I was struggling with, with Jesus coming back. The biggest struggle for me was not all the scary stuff that that is going to be happening, whether it was metaphorical and literal. All that stuff is not what I struggled with, because, you know, 
how the end happens, I don't really care. <laughs> you know, because my end goal is not to be here when that happens. But, or whatever, you know. But um, I definitely struggled with the idea of those people that have been blasphemous and have left because I know people that have done that, that they once loved Jesus and now they says, say that God don't, doesn't even exist. I know lots of God don't exist. I, (laughs) I know lots of people that think that way and it breaks my heart because you know, whatever happened to them in life, um, what have they experienced made them think that way. And I would like to think because like I said before, I struggled with God's goodness and that was the thing that I struggle with is like he loves every single one of his children, whether they have denounced him or not. He still loves every single one of them. And my struggle with the goodness part was all those people that have been blasphemous and walked away. How like could he how could he give up on them? Yeah. Well, how could he? It's almost like he's not giving up. It's like he's like I said, we talked about before, like he's given everyone free will because he loves them. No, I know. But what, what I'm saying is that's that's what I that's what I struggled with was that like that's how I was feeling. Like, how could he give up on them? And like there are people in deep in the Amazon jungle that will never come across a missionary, never come across something, you know, never have the opportunity. There are people in this world that literally have never, ever heard anything about Jesus and they don't know any different. And so, you know, that was, that was a big struggle for me too, is like not everybody's going to have an opportunity Right now. I and wholeheartedly so, believe that Jesus could make himself appear to those people. No, no, he can't. Oh, I'm, no, I was just saying, like, if you're worried about those people, no, like, I wholeheartedly believe that he'll be like, ah. no, 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 I'm I'm just saying, Mama's like, <laughs> but, like, you know, that's where, that's where I struggled, and it kind of ties into, like, how you were saying, like, eternal salvation or whatever, and the thing that gave me peace, and, you know, I'm sure that not everybody will agree with me, but um, that... God does look at the heart and, you know, I think that there, because there will be a judgment, everybody will have a judgment and he'll have to make a judgment that he is not going to automatically damn all those people. I think, I feel that they're, they will get a fair judgment just like everybody else. And, you know, it'll be based on the heart and what he knows about them. And now there are some people that, wholeheartedly they they don't care fine and god can decide what he wants to do with that but you know i feel that there's a lot of people that have been hurt by the church been hurt by people in the church been um traumatized have religious trauma that is not god's fault and you know i think those people and that they have denounced God for that reason. And I, and I think that, you know, God will get to them. He will reach them. I know that he will, but you know, that's why that kind of situation, that's why I think like it, you know, it, it goes down, it comes down to like our heart and he knows our heart and he created us as we are to be. And that's what gives me peace is that, you know, if, 
Jesus were to come back tomorrow, I guarantee you there's going to be something that I did last week that was not right. Yeah. Because just like that's just how life goes. Like we just slip up and the sins in the world. It's what happens. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not going to, you know, hang my hat on the fear of messing up and the fear of not going to heaven because God knows my heart and he knows that we try and it may not be what we deem perfect. It may not be as good as quote unquote someone else's walk, but everybody's walk is different and everybody does it in the way that works for them. And all that matters is that you are in communication with him. Yeah. And you can ask him those questions. You can ask him those tough questions. You can, you can deconstruct all you want and you may not get complete clear answers and it may take some time. But, I'm still working on my. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm still not all the way reconstructed. It's just continual. It's continual. And then once you get over it, there's something else, right? I think I figure out one thing, and then I'm like, well, because now you know what why? about? I think this? it's God's way of spending time with us. I yeah. mean, it makes sense. It really does, yeah. especially because if we didn't, even if you, even if you don't want to call it deconstruction, even if you just talk, you could call it, you could call it like seeking finding learning yeah like there's so many things that you could call discovering. it discovering like there's a you could use more positive words I'm if you so feel this thing about jesus you know and i everybody in their walk comes across something where they are having to tear down what they were taught and build it back up yeah and that's all or it make is. a decision for themselves right and that's all that we that we are doing for those of us that are deconstructing and like i said you could use a different word you could rediscover or you can whatever. I just I prefer that word because I there are things I literally had to take down to the rubble down, like get rid of all of this and build it back up. Yeah. And just like it takes time to rebuild a building, it takes time to rebuild a thought, a feeling, yeah. a knowledge, if you will. Yeah. 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 Oh, you guys gave such good responses. Oh, that was good. Thank you. So my challenge this week um, is just to to get real and to ask God some hard questions. Yeah. If there's something that, you know, maybe you don't have direct clearance, clearance, not clearance, <laughs> clarity. There you Thank you. Not clearance. You don't have clearance to this clearance answer. On He's it. like, put caution tape up. Nope. Do not cross. You can't. I can't answer that question. If there's something that you feel like you need more clarity on, like. Just get real and just ask God the hard questions because he he wants that. He wants to hear from us. And, you know, he he uses that as an opportunity to to get closer. Yep. So Mm -hmm. that that's my challenge. If there's something that you're struggling with, just, you know, dive into it. Yes. Thank you. Dive in. That's good. If you are deconstructing and you're feeling alone, you are not alone. You're not alone. The three of us are all on our own deconstruction journeys. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. And like mm-hmm. I said, God I think, can handle it. I think God really en- enjoys yes. it. Maybe enjoys isn't the right word, but he really <laughs> appreciates. He grabs his popcorn. Oh, what's up today? What's He's going on? Right. I think he like appreciates our concern and mm-hmm. our questioning and our longing for just to know. For wanting understanding. Yeah. Beginning, yeah. what is it? Beginning of knowledge is wisdom and being the wisdom is understanding or something like that i don't know sure 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 sounds good yeah sounds sounded sounded wise sounds real sounded wise (laughs) 